0: Of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Campbell, Ramsey Personality, co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour with Rachel Cruz, a production of Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today. We're glad you're here. We're here to answer your life and your money questions. Phone number is 888 That's triple eight eight two five five two two five. Cecilia is in Atlanta to start off this hour. Hi, Cecilia. How are you? Hey, Dave. I'm great. Thanks. Good. How can we help?
1: So I'm interested in whether or not I should leverage uh, equity lines for more property when I've tried to not have debt. And is that safe for investment property activity?
0: Okay, you realize your sentences just ran against each other, right? I mean...
1: (laughs) That's possible. I don't Um, want
0: any debt. Should I go into debt? No. I mean, that was what you just told me. I'm confused.
1: Okay. Okay. Based on there are many, many people buying homes and then getting lines of equity to buy additional homes as investment properties, and then they have this whole domino of yeah. their equity lines being leaning on other properties. I, I think you've that, been
0: spending a lot of time on TikTok, haven't you?
1: No, I'm a realtor, and I, I oh, hear other okay. I hear other people saying this. Yeah. So I did How long have you been a
0: realtor? Debt.
1: Five years. Okay. Um, okay. love it. Um, okay. Good. So Good. I I know that you kind of had a history of being in real estate and that not eventually being good for you. And so I don't know if you're firm on that or if the current...
0: Real estate has been great to me. Borrowing on real estate about destroyed me. So what I did is I got caught up in the same kind of crap that's floating around out there right now. It was happening in the early 80s, Uh, only it was a different world. Obviously, we didn't have the Internet. Instead, we had these wonderful things called infomercials. Or some goober is sitting by the surf selling tapes and a $3,000 weekend course on how to buy real estate, nothing down. It was the exact same crap as all over the place right now, uh, especially on TikTok. TikTok's got a real version of it going. Okay, borrow all you can because real estate's always awesome. You're always going to make money. It's passive income, says the Get Rich Quick gurus. Okay, now I did that. I started from nothing. I was 22 years old. I got $4 million worth of real estate by the time I was 26, over a million dollar net worth, meaning I owed $3 on $4 million. That's not a bad equity position at all. I had a lot of short-term notes because I was doing flips before there was Chip and Joanna to tell us how, and um, so I actually did it. I've owned over 2,000 pieces of property in my life, so I'm not inexperienced at this. And uh, the bank got scared and called our notes the second bank got wind we were in trouble and called our notes and i had 90 i had 120 days to come up with a million two and it was all in real estate and i had no cash because i believed in leverage because that's what i had been taught by the get rich quick people does that any of that sound familiar
1: um yes and i haven't bought it but i i have clients and i don't want to counsel them incorrectly yeah so here's the here's
0: the thing so here, let me tell you the end of the story, and, and then I'll tell you my answer, and so you understand the why to my answer, okay? In the end of the story was I went broke, spent two and a half years of my life losing everything I owned. One year, I made $250,000 at 27 years old. The next year, I'm, my taxable income was $6,000. I spent the whole year selling everything to keep it from being foreclosed on. Still, some of it got foreclosed on, and at the end of the day, two and a half years later, I was bankrupt. Because they called, because they were coming to take the baby furniture out of my house and I was done with them. Okay. Now, that's the end of my story. However, the other part of the story was there was a guy named Robert Allen who would have been on TikTok today if he were still a thing, he wrote a book called Nothing Down, and he famously would be dropped into any city without his wallet and buy a house with no identification or credit of any kind within 48 hours. There's a goober out there or two doing that on TikTok right now, modeling after him, okay? And so he would do this. I remember watching him do it in Chicago. He did 48 hours. He bought three houses, nothing down, okay? And he did this. His next book was called Creating Wealth. He went all over America starting real estate clubs called Acre, and each of these clubs were to feed him leads to buy more real estate, nothing down. I was in one of those clubs because I was buying nothing down. A bunch of us, there ended up being 160 people in our investing club. Later, Robert Allen filed Chapter 11, bankruptcy. The whole thing caught up and took him out too. But anyway, of the guys, 130 of them or so in that club Uh, now 30 years ago, the number of them that did not, that still own any rental real estate is about six. The rest of them have gone broke. The six that still own it paid it off and got out of debt. They did not get rich doing this crap. No one makes it a decade doing this crap. It's crap. Don't do it. Was that unclear?
1: very clear
0: <laughs> you walked into it didn't you cecilia
1: <laughs> no cecilia, you're the person to answer this question i'm curious what honored. is driving
2: you toward this are you doing are you not great financially
1: no i i took a little course called financial Freedom, you know financial uh, peace university and i got debt free paid off my mortgage paid off my children's student loans with my husband
0: no, but what's um, what's making you that? Just all the people doing itch. it that are wanting you to do this?
1: Uh, no, I'm I'm trying. Uh, I have very much ignored all the, the all that clamor. Um, so I, I did want to diversify my portfolio. Until you asked me
0: a question about leveraging lines of credit to go buy real estate, you ignored it.
1: Well, I'm, 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 that's why I'm talking to you is because I haven't done anything foolish. I know, I know, no but plan, I'm just saying. No plan that, on it. Yeah, you yeah. I mean,
0: Who, who, what was it that made you think that that was even a good idea? That's what George was asking.
1: Well, I, I guess my question was, had something changed in the world's financial picture that all of a sudden? No, nothing changes. Said, this, is a, this is a way to get around stuff. You know, my yeah. my dad lived some of what you're talking about as well. He bought, you know, land he couldn't afford and um, ho- hoped to hold on to it thinking it's going to, Turn around, and I'm going to mm-hmm. make gazoodles on it because a, co- a builder is going to want it. And mm-hmm. 20 years later, that had not yet happened. He died before he saw yeah. any of that happen. So
0: I will um, tell you the other part of the end of the story the the end of the end of the end of the story. Um, I after I went broke, we started uh, saving money and in investing, and I used some of that money to buy a piece of real estate cash, and they then I used some of that income to buy another piece of real estate cash. And then in 2008, when everything dove down, I had a big pile of cash and I bought a bunch of stuff for 15 cents on the dollar. Today I own probably 450, 500 million dollars worth of real estate. It's all paid for and I never borrowed a dime on any of it. They ain't taking this one, this one's mine. Me and God, we're managing this, no bankers involved. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your health care provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: George Campbell Ramsey personality is my co-host today. You do not have to learn all of life's lessons the hard way you can choose to watch other people be idiots and not do what they did so i could be the sample idiot that doesn't have to so you don't have to go buy a bunch of nothing down real estate and then george can live a proper life and you know buy his first house very conservatively sell it buy another house pay it off and uh by 32 be a millionaire with zero debt and never had you don't have to you don't have to go through drug rehab to have a testimony to decide to not do drugs it's That's possible so true me i have to do everything the hard way but you guys can learn from me because i have a phd in dumb and you did it very publicly dave most people do it in private you chose to broadcast it to oh millions. it's worse than that i made it into a brand I made my that's stupidity true. into a brand. Is that the guy who filed for bankruptcy and now Isn't that he's the like guy a guy that files for bankruptcy and tells people how to get out of debt? What kind of dumb butt is that? Well, one that knows the track record, but knows what it's like. You know, what I mean, the one that's, that's touched the hot stove. And that's trying it. to warn others. Yeah, I can just, you know. I can, you don't have to teach, Get grab your kid's hand, and put mm. it up there, you know, you just don't, don't touch it. I did it once. It's not good for you.
2: Well, I think the heart of it is people are feeling desperate with the economy and inflation. I'll never build wealth. And so they start taking shortcuts and fear, greed, and pride kick in a little bit. Mm. And all of a sudden they make some risky decisions and the risk meter gets broken or they put it aside and decide I'm going to be the exception to the rule. I know what Dave says, but I saw it work out on a guy on TikTok. So therefore it's going to work out for me.
0: It's, um, I saw a guy the other day said his, his, uh, 11 year old had a, um, oh God, he had this whole thing that was completely illegal built out. I mean, well, I mean, he was, he was funding Roth IRAs and they didn't have any earned income.
2: Oh, I've seen this one.
0: Yeah. And it's um, some
2: kind of like tax hack and you can give your kids income. My kid,
0: my my four year old works for me full time and I pay them $60,000 a year and they're and I'm funding, uh, that's illegal. The IRS is about to be on your butt. Yeah, when you get audited, you will have like the capital L on your forehead thing that says loser. Yeah, that's what will happen. Oh, my God, you people. So, no, you, you, hit, you hit it, though. It's the trifecta. Uh, and I have done all three, uh, and all three will make you broke. Greed, fear, and pride. See, pride is I buy a car to impress someone at a stoplight that I will never meet. It's like a Christmas vacation, good-looking girl, waving at Chevy Chase, and he wrecks his whole family's car. Right? It's that. That's your deal. You remember that scene? Oh, that's yeah. such a great it's scene. It's a classic scene. Was it Christy Brinkley? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I rewatched it recently. Yeah, the, the audience has given me a, a a nod. So that I, I, Trivial Pursuits got it. Okay. The uh uh the, and so that, that's pride. You know, and I've done that one. When you buy crap, and Rachel's thing she posted, and you've ta- you wrote about it in your new book that we haven't oh we haven't told anybody Ooh, about that yet. Secret. I, I just finished the mas- the manuscript last weekend. It's really good. But the uh, she talked about it and the, she said, if, would I buy this if no one ever saw it? Oh yeah. That's your test on the pride button, right? It's a gut check. Now, the word the greed greed is not like. <laughs> It's not like you know Simon Legree and Scrooge you know, McDuck. Scrooge McDuck and I'm stacking coins in the cave. <laughs> that's not greed. Greed is I'm just money motivated to the exclusion of other things that are healthy. You can have a money motivation and not and not being excluded to the exclusion of other things. But if your only if your only button to push is money, that's greed. And you're always going to step in the do when you do that. And the third one I love you said is desperate. That's the worst one. God, that one right there, man. I, the other two, I got over the other two by the time I was like 27, 28 years old, that, that desperate one, that will really come. That's when people, you know, I'm going to take the trip to Vegas and I'll hit and that'll save my business. That's, you know, when you get desperate, just about 20 seconds later after i get desperate i get stupid and right after i get stupid i get broke right i mean it's, it's crazy a, it's like a, how that it's connection a progressive works. causal thing desperate leads to stupid leads to broke when you go oh i've got it's the only way it's my only you're about to screw up when you get in your drama queen gets to kicking in you're about to screw up
2: but they heard that one story of that guy who went to vegas and it was all on the line, and he did it, and he doubled his money and, sa- and saved the world. And saved
0: the business, yeah. Oh, I've read a couple of business books where the guy says, you know, if uh, I was down, I couldn't make payroll on Friday, so I went to Vegas on Wednesday, and I made payroll, and now I'm such and such. I've heard that. I don't know if they're true, but, I, you know. They make I, for I, a great reason. Let me just tell you, it's not a good business. It's not business practice. It's not life practice. It's not a life hack. It's just straight-up stupidity that somebody got away with, you know. Well, somebody's got to win. The house wins, brother. The house wins. Look at the, size, look at the quality of their furniture and light fixtures. Better than yours, okay? The house wins. They have more lights and dinghies than you do. There's a reason. They took your money, and they mm-hmm. took fools like yours money before you got there. That's how That's they right. got that. The house wins. Sports betting is hilarious. People that don't understand statistics, sports bet. They have, have you never had a class in statistics? If you took a class in statistics, you'd understand where the bookie wins. You don't understand why people want to. But there's the How bride. they pay for Duber with the gold necklace. The, was it Caesars? Oh, yeah. The Caesars commercials? That guy, man. How, how do you pay that guy and you pay all that production and you know what their what their budget is for. A bajillion dollars. For Caesars, for sports betting. And y- y- where do they get the money for that? You, America. Oh, hello. It you thinking you. you're going to get on
2: FanDuel. And that's, MGM sports yeah, and make you twenty you know, bucks.
0: FanDuel is not about fans dueling. It's about you losing. Mm. You're is making bank. That's serious money. And it's all off of you. Because they understand statistics. Hello. <sighs> Probability. Probability of a win and and you don't beat the odds after you play a while. You occasionally do, and that's what keeps the fools coming back. It's like my golf game. There you go. All right. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. One good shot out of 72, and you keep playing the same stupid game over and over. That felt personal. That that was personal. It's just there's too much authenticity in this segment. All right. Jim is in Tulsa. Hey, Jim, how are you? I am doing good. Nice to talk to you. You too. How can we help?
4: Yes, sir. Uh, I have a what would Dave do in my shoes. Uh, At age 62, I have uh, been divorced four years and four months. Pretty much a divorce that just basically left me pretty much on the street, homeless. Uh, I've been living with a family member in a one-room house, uh, one room in a house. And um, I have been basically getting on your plan since then. I'm having to pay child support alimony and trying to get my life back in order and have been on your plan um, pretty much intense up until uh, just last week. Uh, I have uh, accumulated uh, quite a bit of wealth, and I'm just trying to get an idea in moving into a,
0: a Whoa, 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 own. Whoa. You drove by being on the street to accumulated wealth. Like nothing just happened.
4: What happened? Okay. Well, intense. In I, uh, been saving basically my budget plan since I've been living, you know, since divorce, uh, has been basically spending $1 for every $2 dollars i save. And at this point on closing last Friday, I was worth 1.158 million.
0: You did that in four years from the street. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you still living in the relative's house in one in one room? That's a little strange. That's
4: my question too. Yes, it is strange, but I'm just trying to get back on my feet. I think you're back on on your feet. You
0: think I'm ready? You're a millionaire. I think (laughs) you're back on your feet. I I don't know if you're emotionally back on your feet, but I think you're financially back on your feet, dude. It sounds like you got run over by a truck emotionally. I'm sorry. It's obvious you were hurt really, really bad, and you're still reeling from that, and it still took some of your confidence. Um, It sounds like you've done an incredible job with the money piece of this. So I'd go buy me a little house, man. I think it's time. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we
2: invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money,
0: Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. George, George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Y'all should be here at the breaks. They're more entertaining than the show. All right. The stuff you don't get to hear. Yeah. Brittany is with us in St. Louis. Hey, Brittany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help?
3: So I just paid off $9,000 worth of credit card debt, Ooh. and I have, I'm credit card debt free now. And, um, I have downloaded your every dollar budgeting app. I'm trying a new way and trying to get like on a complete full budget, not just like knowing what's in my account and stuff. And I bought the premium version of your app and I'm kind of wondering, cause I'm trying to get out of living paycheck to paycheck and I've accounted for everything that I put into savings and then all of my bills and then my last debt, which is my car, um, I have accounted for all of that and like groceries and all of that. But where do you put, because it's a zero-based budget, so where do you put the money that you don't plan to spend at all, like the buffer that's in your checking account that you roll over like every week or every month?
2: So you're saying you went under in some categories on your
0: budget, giving you extra than you planned for?
3: Basically, yes.
0: So you didn't spend every dollar? Or, yeah. you're saying, or you're saying the money that you're setting aside in a sinking fund. What do you do with that? I, I'm, so how much money did you start your month with on this budget? It's about
3: 3800
0: Okay. Does every one of the $3,800 have a name? No. Um, okay. I have like
3: about $200 left. There yet. we go. Like I said, oh, okay. I really-
0: that's what I was after. So okay. if
2: you've got money left while you're still creating the budget, that's going to go toward your next baby step,
0: which for you is this car debt, right? Right. Yep. It sounds like it yeah. does have an assumption. So if you got two hundred dollars left at the end of the budget, that you're going to go back to your car debt and add two hundred dollars extra payment. Okay. Any money you can squeeze out of your budget goes on your debt snowball until you're done with baby step two, and that two hundred okay. is what you squeezed out of your budget by managing well. You are cool. How does it feel to be large and in charge?
3: I'm excited. Yeah, I want to be weird. I don't want to be normal anymore.
2: Tell people what it feels like, Brittany, because I know we were messaging on Instagram. I said, hey, call the show so we can dig into the details. But how does it feel to actually pay attention to your money and plan for it instead of just see where it went with one of these tracking apps that are out there? Does it give you peace and confidence for the future?
3: It does, yes. I mean, because I I came from a life of just like not even knowing where it all went at all. Like not even, I literally came from not even writing anything down in a register to like basically to your app so
2: <laughs> this so is kind proud of, of you. new for me and the yeah. other Concept, side of this yeah. if you let's say you, you budgeted 150 bucks for groceries you spent 120 and so you got 30 bucks left over that might be sitting in your checking account and you can then roll that over to the debt and attack it even more if
0: you can you know if any of your budget items come in under at the end of the month that should give you the extra cash agreed Yes. That's what George is saying. Throw that at the debt, too. But right now, we know there's 200 and something. Now, in addition to that, separate subject, not the 3800 but just keep a running balance in your checking account. That's different. This is your every dollar is not your checking account. Every dollar is what you're doing with this month's income. Okay. Okay. That's difference because you could you could keep two hundred dollars in your checking account, but that doesn't or eight hundred dollars in your checking account or four dollars in your checking account, but that doesn't enter into the thirty eight hundred discussion. If you, let's say you started the month with two hundred and seven dollars in your checking account, okay, and you mm-hmm. had thirty eight hundred dollars come in and thirty eight hundred dollars go out, but with your every dollar budget. Then that means you would have still have two hundred and seven dollars left in your checking account. So you can keep a pad, a little pad in there, and you should actually in the checking account. Does that make sense to you?
3: Right. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. You know, like when the debt, when the car is paid off, eventually, you know, and you don't, I don't have any more payments.
0: Then what stuff. will be your next baby step? Do the you emergency remember? fund. The emergency fund. We're going to add to the one thousand dollar account till it's up to three to six months of expenses. So, how much is your car payment?
3: It's four fifty two.
0: Okay, and if you had a month like this month, you have six fifty two going against the car, right? Mm hmm. Okay, so you put six fifty two in your baby step three, and your your one thousand became sixteen fifty two, and then the next month it's uh, twenty three hundred and four. Follow me. Assuming yeah. the numbers stayed exactly the same, which they never do, exactly the same. But, right. But, um, but, I mean, whatever you squeeze you can get out of, this, uh, out of this, you put the squeeze on the baby step. That's what George was saying. And that's the beauty of the EveryDollar app, because now you're telling your money what to do instead of wondering where it went. How old are you?
3: I'm 30. Oh,
0: you are going to be so rich. <laughs> what do you make?
3: I make about fifty grand a year right now, but I just got a promotion at my job, and it will probably start after the first of the year, and I don't know what my compensation's going to be yet for that.
0: But more.
2: That is awesome. It's only going to accelerate your baby steps. Yeah. And, and Brittany... Go to EveryDollar.com slash budgeting. Our friend Rachel Cruz is doing a free webinar uh, three days from now, August 24th. So tune in for that. Make sure you sign up. And all of you listening, go check that out. Rachel's going to walk you through how to set up an EveryDollar budget. And it's not going to be boring because it's Rachel. Mm. She makes everything fun. <laughs> you,
0: you may not know what happened, but you'll be laughing. No, I mean, it'll, you'll know what happened. It's great. and uh, she, uh, But she's going to cover the irregular income. And the, uh, also how the baby steps work with every dollar, a little that's bit, a little bit of what we were talking about just now, but probably in a whole lot more detail in this webinar. It's all free by the way. So where'd you say we go? everydollarcom slash budgeting. Okay. And that's to sign to up for Rachel's free webinar. I was trying to remember what it was, and I was looking around. I know it's written around down here somewhere, but I knew you would know it. So there you go. I love a good link. Yeah, and you're going to be doing some of those after the baby comes, right? That's
2: right. In September, I'll be doing right. a few of these. So All I right. can't beat Rachel,
0: but if you want me, you know, you can settle. Uh, you'll get the uh, – listen, Rachel's funny. George has got the snark. You don't want to miss the snark.
2: If that's your speed, I'm when, your guy. When we
0: have snark and budgeting together, we have a masterpiece. You're going to love it. Wow. You're gonna love it. Quite Jason is in Boston. Hey, Jason, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Millennial snark.
5: Hello, thank. Hey, what's <laughs> up, man? Thank you very much. Nice to. Uh, thanks for taking the call.
0: Sure. Um,
5: so my question is, I am saving for a house right now, and I have some other debts that I believe are healthy debts that. I'm wondering if I should pay off before you know saving and, and saving up money for the house um, to elaborate on that a little bit just some things here um, right now, I am saving twenty five percent of every paycheck
0: into, how much other the
5: debt do you have so the debt that I have is i owe $36,000 on my car. And then I have a mortgage for a condominium that comes to about 900. Now the mortgage, um, I'm not living there. I'm renting that out. Um, and you know, the, the tenant lives there and you know, that was my first little property. Now I'm living with my fiance and her condo and my car payment is 7.75 a month. However, the interest rate on that is 1.99. And as far as finances go, I have about a solid three months of living expenses
0: uh, in my well, what, bank account. What do you make?
5: Uh, my salary from my job is $100,000 a year. And then I, I do make um, uh, rental income from my condo.
0: Yeah, and how old are you?
5: I am 37.
0: Okay. I'll tell you what, when you come back from this break, we will um, I'll tell you what we, we would do in your situation, which is basically nothing you're doing. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co host today. Jason is with us in Boston. He and his fiance are saving up for another house. He's got a condo worth about $900K that he rents out. $775 car payment at one point whatever percent. uh, Makes $100K. And. was wondering about uh, whether you got to pay off the car or not, or be saving for a house, and that's about how far we got in the discussion. Is that a fair summary of what you told me, sir?
5: Yeah, that's a fair summary.
0: Okay, George.
5: The condo is not worth 900k though. The condo—it's a small condo.
2: Oh, you oh I'm said sorry. you were paying 900 a month on the mortgage. Correct.
0: Oh, okay. I misunderstood. What's the condo worth? The condo
2: I bought it for
5: 150, and it's currently worth 230.
0: What do you owe on it?
2: 121. Okay,
0: that's what I'm after. Okay, cool. I misunderstood. I apologize. Okay.
2: And your goal now is to get a primary residence? That is correct. For you guys to live in? you have any correct. cash?
5: Do I have any cash? Yes. In my bank, I have three months of emergency savings, and then I keep one month of operating expenses in my checking.
0: How much is that, all that together?
5: Um, it's about eighteen thousand in my savings, and it is about six in my checking account.
0: Okay, we'll call it twenty-four. Okay.
5: Now, in addition to that money, I have twenty-five thousand dollars saved up for the down payment of a house.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's the balance owed on the car? Thirty-six thousand dollars. You told me that earlier. Okay. All right.
2: Good. So you have the cash to pay this car off, but you told us at the beginning of the call that you want to keep it around because it's a healthy debt.
5: I, you know, the the interest is one point nine nine percent, and I feel like I am making a lot more than that on, you know, wherever I'm investing this twenty five thousand dollars. So you have thirty six thousand dollars
0: at one point nine nine, right? Yeah, and the so two, we'll call it, and your your twenty five thousand is sitting at what interest rate? Um,
5: anywhere from six to eleven.
0: Your cash is sitting at six to eleven.
5: Yeah, right now. Um, yes, that is correct. Where six to eleven? So um, I use a credit union that's giving me a fantastic interest rate.
2: Is
0: this a CD um, or
2: something?
5: You're not no, getting you're not, not getting locked. anywhere near it, close
0: to eleven on that twenty five, dude. You're talking about something no, that laddered no, up. You got like a thousand dollars at eleven, and then it bounces up from there.
5: Maybe my numbers are wrong, but yeah. like so for example, in we my are. bank, in my bank, the 20 let three. Let's let's call let's call it five
0: percent, can we? Okay.
5: That's okay.
0: So five over two is a three spread. Three okay. percent of thirty-six thousand dollars right this is what you're making yes have you actually done the math on that no okay it's a thousand bucks it's a thousand dollars okay so you're not getting rich right also, this, is, this, is that, not, this is not some big sophisticated wall street play you're parlaying no, no, right. a credit union savings account against a car loan, and you made a whole $1,000. You didn't make nothing.
5: But what about the money thats i am that I'm saving for the house, that $25,000, which is not included in these numbers that we talked about? That money is being I know, invested. but your
0: premise is that your debt was good debt because you were making so much money on it, and I'm saying that's laughable thousand dollars is a yeah. joke you make a hundred thousand dollars a year that's not laughable that's a real income yeah yeah you're you're burning a lot of brain calories to make a grand I agree okay that's what I'm saying
2: and by the way the only way to make that spread is if you had 36 grand in savings which you don't and so, so it's actually less than that.
0: You're, you're new to this, and you kind of walked into this, and we're abusing you, but I'm, but I'm trying to make the point I, just as lovingly as I can. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, if I woke up in your shoes having done all the stupid butt things I've done in my life, Jason, which, by the way, everything you've done is brilliant compared to some of the stupid butt stuff I've done. So that's how I learned all of this was from experience, having done stuff the wrong way. If I woke up in your shoes, uh, my son is close to your age, and he came in, he sat down, he said, Dad, this is my situation. Based on what you know about money and based on the fact that tens of millions of people come to you for advice on how to handle money, what would you tell me to do? If you were my son, here's what I would tell you to do. Sell your condo, pay off your car today, use all the money you can scrape together after that above your emergency fund as your down payment on your new home, and get married as soon as possible. That's what the okay. old man. That's what the old man would tell you, and he just did. Okay. And you hear where that com- where that comes from is your largest wealth building tool is your income. It's and you've been trying to find an angle on this car. You're trying to find an angle on this uh, condo. And, and you're trying to figure out a way that all this stuff is smart, you make really good money combined with your new spouse. You're going to make really good money. If the two of you will lean into that wonderful income and quit giving it to banks, you're going to turn into a lot of money. That's, where we, that's what we want for you, Jason. And so every time we answer a question on this show, it's because we love you guys and we want you to win. And we're going to get right up in your grill because we love you.
2: And let me show you the math on that, Jason, just to show you what your life could be. And it's going to be a lot more peaceful and a lot less complicated. You sell that condo, you're probably going to walk away with about hundred grand. You take all the cash you have and you pay off the car today, that's going to still leave you with seven grand. Mm-hmm. And so he had,
0: he had 25 and 24.
2: 25 and 8. He said he had 18 in his emergency fund and yeah, 24. And then he had
0: another 25. He had 50.
2: Oh. So you're going to
0: have even more cash than that. 50 cash plus the condo. Now you have a Minus fully funded
2: emergency fund, no condo to worry about, and you have a down payment for your first primary residence, and it's going to be a whole lot more than you got today yeah
0: it's going to be close to 100 grand
2: and you yeah. can be back to investing in real estate later on down the road with you do with cash
0: with cash but um the, the the thing you that people do is and here, here's what I want everybody else out there to listen to here's what we just did and i had to learn to do this cuz i'm a math nerd math nerds do what jason did and i used to do it all the time okay i'm making i'm only paying 1.99 and i'm making 5 to 11 Okay, that's great until you actually multiply it by the number of actual dollars, and then it becomes like you can buy a Happy Meal, right? And so all of your sophisticated gyrations end up being a mathematical joke because what nerds do is we look at the spreads and do all this stuff, and we never fail to look. We always fail to go all the way to the end result, and the end result is not much money. For all this gyration. And when you actually do the actual dollars coming out of all your bullcrap techniques that somebody taught you on TikTok or whatever, then, you know, when you actually run the actual dollars out and then you factor in risk, you've not, you know, it's dumb. It ends up just being dumb.
2: Well, and that car is a depreciating asset. Yeah. And so it's going down in value as you hang around that thirty six grand in debt. And mm-hmm. so that makes it even more laughable as a healthy debt. And here, so. here's
0: the other thing that backs this up. the When we studied 10,167 millionaires, the number of millionaires that we interviewed that said, you know, I borrowed money on my car at a low interest rate, and I put it into my credit union in a CD. And that's how I became a millionaire. The number of them that answered the question, how did you become a millionaire using that technique, was precise. out of 10,167, the number that did it that way was precisely zero. None of them did that. The number of them that became wealthy by leasing their cars, none of them did that. The number of them that used a whole life life insurance policy to build wealth, precisely zero. None of them said, I got rich, and it was freaking whole life. That's what did it. Not one of them said that. They all expressed regret about cars and rip-off financial products as being the things that held them back they would have been millionaires sooner Mm -hmm. and going into debt and credit cards and going on a trip they couldn't afford. When we asked them about their financial mistakes, they always outlined the things that regular people do all the time and strut around and act like they got airline miles on my card. Precisely the number of millionaires that we met that said, Dave, you know, I made it all with my airline miles. Precisely zero. So the data from actual millionaires, not your broke, freaking frat brother, tells you otherwise.
2: Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.